0: I've I've been doing relationship shows all during COVID, and the one that took off was my Monday night show, When the Right One Comes from a Male Perspective. The women line up. I mean, hundreds of thousands have watched that show. We we were going to do it one time. Now it's like 30 weeks later. They want to know. I tried to do one with all women like, oh, we don't want to hear that. We hear them all the time because when Mm -hmm. men open up, they really open up. That really don't matter because guess what? My grandparents was married 60 something years and that's who raised me. And the very thing that I saw is the very thing I struggle with. Mm. But you got to check your DNA because you can be raised by somebody or see the example, but what's in your bloodline? See my daddy, um, my daddy papa was was a rolling stone. So I fight my daddy's demons. It, it turned out amazing we did about 12 songs and we chose lord i need a miracle right now because of what's going on yeah right now who couldn't stand for a miracle in their life
1: Um, How did you how did you get into ministry? When did that start for you?
0: Well, I don't have I don't have like the the preacher boy story like uh, most most preachers. They started when they were 16 or whatever. Um, My mom, I I grew up in New York until I was nine. My mom was a call girl and my stepfather was R&B singer back in the uh, late 60s, 70s. And so um, my father asked me, could I go to my grandparents to live in Detroit? And just so happened, he was a pastor and my grandmother was first lady. And um that's how I came into the church. So I don't have that young preacher thing. I started in my 20s and I ran from it because I saw what my grandfather went through as a pastor. I said in deacon yeah. deacons meetings and how they would handle him in church meetings. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I went into re <laughs> I went into retail, became a retail manager. And then the call of God, believe it or not, uh, I went through a a traumatic situation relationship-wise. And um, that's when I accepted my call in in my 20s. So I was a little late compared to my contemporaries.
1: Yeah, because you hear the, you know, I started at six yeah yeah I'm, I'm so, like I'm like what are you what are you saying at six years old <laughs> what are you saying like, you know it, it's just it, you have those stories so absolutely I love it when you get the the authentic people who I'm not saying that they're not authentic but the no, people I is like their lives happen first and then this happens
0: absolutely absolutely so. and I and then you have something to say when your life yeah. happens first and yeah. so in, in my 20s
1: okay got you yeah. so was it Again, you say you ran from it. Was it challenging to get started? Was it something that you, even when in it, you still kind of like try to veer away from? Or when when you got in, were you in?
0: No. When whenever I decide to do something, whether a relationship, whether a, a job or a career or whatever, I'm all the way in. So I, I went. I went all in. Uh, everything about me went all in. And then I had a great example through my grandfather. And uh, no, I, I went. I went. I went all the way in, um, not deep, you know, yeah. but, uh, if I was going to do it, anything that I'm going to do, I'm going to do it with my whole heart. So there was no struggle. I've never, ever in 35 years of preaching this year ever felt like quitting preaching. Wow. I felt like quitting some of the people. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> And those we understand. <laughs> if you could <laughs> preach without the people, unfortunately, God sends you to the people. But you got to go to the people. Yeah, no, I, I went all the, I went all the way, I went all the way in actually. But you know, again, I, I look at, I look at preaching differently. You know, it's through all facets, like I'm doing right now. Uh, you know, this interview will touch somebody's life. I'm preaching right now, just not just standing up with three points and a and a, and a poem and a closing and a hoop. If you do that. I look at it, it through my daily television show on, on the word network. I look at it through my relationship quotes and, and and my relationship book and and through music. So ministry has many facets. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say to this generation. You don't have to, have to be a pastor or, or preach in the pulpit. That's all marketplace ministry, helping those in the marketplace. Uh, the spirits of mountains entertainment and and all that so yeah you know you 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 grow and you learn that it's just not standing at the soapbox and saying repent repent it's in all facets now
1: right right are you are you finding your your male audience growing again
0: the male audience yeah you, you, you know, I actually, my audience is more female, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, you. You know how you get your analytics from social media and all that stuff? I guess because I talk about relationship stuff. That's my other side yeah. other than the music. So uh, I engage more more females. There are men, you know, I, I think they're there, but they just don't say much. But the analytics say that I, I really draw more women from their, like, 20s to, like, their 40s, late 40s um okay but but yeah the the men are there i get a lot of support from men um also but majority is women it might be because i'm single too
1: (laughs) (laughs) that might have something to do with it that (laughs) might have a little something to do with it they talk about the beard
0: every now and then
1: (laughs) it it saves lives (laughs) lives. (laughs) (laughs) but no even with my magazine i found like my audience was almost split in half male to female and I'm like it's a men's okay. lifestyle magazine what are y'all doing here and then my female friends were like we want to know what y'all are talking about Yeah. so it's just it's that kind of thing I think it's kind of like across the board like they want to find out what men think because we don't perspective yeah yeah because we don't really we don't have so many outlets where we're actually like giving our voices and our thought processes and it's funny it's funny,
0: just, it's funny that you much mentioned it to us it's funny that you mentioned that. I've, I've been doing relationship shows all during COVID and the one that took off was my Monday night show, When the Right One Comes from a Male Perspective. The women line up. I mean, hundreds of thousands have watched that show. We d- we were gonna do it one time. Now it's like 30 weeks later. They wanna yeah. know the men. I tried to do one with all women like, oh, we don't wanna hear that. We hear them all the time. Cause when mm-hmm. men open up, they really open up. So I yeah. get
1: it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely is it for you was it challenging when you started going into different avenues um with your ministries you have books you have music you have podcasts so it's like you're you're across the board was that challenging for you or was it something that just kind of came easy
0: came easy and organically challenging part is getting enough help to do it all challenging part is to stay up <laughs> on it challenging part is that i'm content oriented Mm-hmm. So you have to continue to daily put out and check on and make sure your content is fresh and you're not, you know, especially my relationship stuff and the music and just everything. And then once you get it out, you have to do all, all of this. You know, I have several interviews today. Yeah. I have shows today. I have a prayer call today. I mean, in one day. So challenging not to get, not to get it out or to, it just organically happens. Yeah, I probably would have planned better. I got a new book and a, and a new single and a new CD coming out all at the same time, but yeah.
1: But you gotta let it happen when it happens.
0: It's and, a good season. Uh,
1: yeah. I've learned like just when it's there, let it be there. Don't try to yeah. hold on to it. Like Absolutely. just things happen when they're supposed to.
0: Absolutely, and, and COVID. You know, I, I, outside of the 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 hundreds of thousands of people that have died and people that have to suffer and lose their families and all that um staying staying in the house and and doing my thing i i birth things Mm -hmm. out of me that i've been talking about Mm -hmm. and was too exhausted to do in the ripping and the running but a new book new single new cd coming out relationship um uh, pieces taking off uh and so it's good and then comes this app called clubhouse (laughs) that i got (laughs) i got i got how i got clubs on there two clubs on there it 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 just it just has taken off so i don't have that testimony that oh my god i lost this lost that thank god family is good and i i i really pray for those though that we we've lost but it's been a good 11 months
1: yeah no i tell people a lot like if you if you're able to stay healthy and your family's able to stay healthy this is one of the best times in your life it is um is it's the moment to be reconnected back with people that you love it's a moment to reconnect back with yourself and figure out like what you're doing with your life if you utilize it properly you come out of this with something absolutely if that means like spiritual growth personal growth
0: like getting to know yourself yeah yeah
1: yourself your kids like if you're married your wife it's like you you get to take that focus of the world away, and
0: just internalize all of it. So and you, you might come out not married because pe- I'm, find- <laughs> I'm finding that people are, you know, when they were just shuffling through rooms and getting up, going to work, spend more time at work than they do, uh, literally with their spouse. Now you're at home with the kids and the spouse, and you you got homeschooling, and you got you got a wife or a husband that you like okay, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> right. Who are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. How long have like, we been married now? So so, so you're who I
1: married. Right. Okay. What, do, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> right. It can go either way. It, it's like, and I think that made a lot of people uncomfortable in the beginning because we're not used to spending that much time with ourselves.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Like we're, we have lives of distraction. And if you don't want to deal with something, there's a distraction you can go find. It's, there's a, a brunch you can go to, a dinner you can go to, a club you can go to, movies, quote unquote, run errands. You can go shopping, do whatever. You can find something to do when you don't want to deal with you. When you get locked in the house, it's just you.
0: Even though you're by yourself, because I'm an introvert, you know, after I would finish my TV show every day, I go sit at Starbucks and work. And there's there's all these people that you know, because it's like a family at Starbucks, all of us go there and I work until late. And then I come home and I don't have to deal, man, my furniture and stuff, they like, who is this dude for the last <laughs> 11 months? So you're, de- even though you may be by yourself, running the errands, doing all that, you're still not paying attention to the things, that really you should be paying attention to your life, right. right? And you're putting off decisions, and you're putting off things, and so yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, you started a clothing line with your the Go with God clothes. How did that happen? Was it just again realizing everything with you was organic?
0: <laughs> Clubhouse. <laughs> clubhouse so we do a thing on clubhouse uh with, with i do a thing with a friend uh, tim clinton because i do the relationship piece and um he, he asked me to be a part of it and um at the end of all of it i would always say you know when the couple go and they're gonna go in their dms and get to know each other i say go with god mm. and so then i start going in these other rooms and they start you know they start using it uh, uh, Cora Jake's, Bishop Jake's daughter. She 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 was using it on. They're like, they're they using your thing. I said, well, they're gonna use my thing. I'm gonna I'm mm. gonna I'm <laughs> gonna birth because I always I, I plan to have a, a clothing line, suits and all that as we move forward. But I'm like, I called my son up and said, we're going into business. And yeah, here we here we are. Go with it's God. There. And it's there, because it's there. that's God. a message. It's like that. it's it's. it's whether it's a
1: situation that's negative or something that's positive, like it's it's
0: appropriate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. go with, go with God, go just, with God. <laughs> just three words that's powerful. <laughs>
1: it's powerful,
0: and it could be a, a blessing to someone. I mean, you you know, you're, you're saying to somebody they may be discouraged, and hey, go mm-hmm. with God. And I, and and the exclamation mark was kind of like a mistake, and then I kind of liked it. It just puts some oomph behind it. So yeah. yeah. It's it's coming along, and then it it brought me and my son. My son has a store in Lansing, Michigan, and believe it or not, it it's it's a it's it's a hair store. He's a man. He's selling hair, and so it's doing well. So he has other other businesses in there. I said, man, let's go into business. Let's do it. So me and my son are doing it, which brought us closer together.
1: Yeah, yes. and that's another industry that I'm trying to convince more black folks to get into, but it's i'm like all your money's there (laughs) you're you're spending all your money there yeah it's i think it's um from last time i saw it was like i think 80 or 90 billion dollars a year i'm like y'all need to open up a store
0: yeah, well, like, he's done it. He got them bundles, and the, and the ladies, they're saying it's good. It's called, I say, I don't know if I like the name. It sounds like something else. The dollhouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something else.
0: <laughs> but, I say, hey, if it's working. And then he's <laughs> on campus, on campus uh, of Michigan State. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's the business. Yeah. He's there. Yeah, he's there. Yeah.
1: That's dope. And he did
0: that during COVID. How about that?
1: See, I'm telling you. Quiet time, yeah. and it's just which brings to your book preparing and positioning for the right one. Um, Did you do you find yourself being able to give more of that relationship advice um, to people? Like
0: because of what I've been through, you? yeah, I've been through divorce, Um, and you know there are people that um were asking, you know, well, you had failure. How, how can you? How can you give relationship? I said, hmm that's where you want you want to get it from somebody that's been through something a lot of people are teaching relationship through theory you -hmm. know what they think but i'm giving it to you from experience and if i can help you through the pitfalls um i was married 20 years I've, i've been married more than once twice i was married 20 years to someone that um we built our careers with each other and we woke up 19 years later and she woke up at three o'clock in the morning, one morning, we had a major conference going on in Delaware. People all over the place, some famous names in Christendom and, and I'm thinking everything going good because we shuffling through rooms. I have a house in Pennsylvania. I have a apartment in Delaware because I'm pastoring both places. And I have a loft in Detroit. I had a loft in Detroit because I was coming here every week for the Word Network. And she woke up is like, what are we doing? Do you want me? I'm like, huh? And I wow. sensed something, you know. But when I would come home on the weekend from the Word Network, we we had nothing to talk about, nothing. Mm-hmm. We we business, the church, people, and um, our kids, and we were steady building stuff, starting churches, moving and doing things, business, and and um, the very thing that I love, ministry, the church, you know, with my help because I believe it was my fault because I was the man, I didn't stop it. Mm -hmm. We all play a part. And so now I wanna prepare others not to make the same mistake, to find your balance in, in it. And so many times women say, I'm looking for my Boaz, figure in the Bible, I'm looking for my Boaz because Ruth found her Boaz. Actually, Ruth wasn't looking for Boaz. Ruth had been married 10 years to Naomi's son. He died, the father died the other brother died and she followed um she followed Naomi to her country she took on her God she took on her people she took on her traditions and she was mentored by an older woman which is hardly done nowadays Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. learn by trial and error in in my day you went down to the church and the deacons were sitting around talking about marriage and talking about life and doing the car wash, the bake sale, the, you know, the women on one side doing the bake sale, the men, you're paying off, that's how we used to do it. Now, you hope you go to the barbershop and they are talking about something Um, or, or wherever, somebody will pass it on. And so Naomi prepared her. And then one day she got up and went to the field and positioned herself. And she stumbled upon Boaz while she was already working Don't wait for a man to get you get you going to fund your life, fund your own life, and then that has a lot to do with the kind of man you're gonna find. She found him in his field, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so that's what the book is about: preparing yourself and positioning yourself for the right one. It's been out for maybe a month and it's doing tremendous.
1: Nice, nice. What do you, what do you find when you're when you're giving advice? What's the biggest I guess disconnection or
0: issue um male and female for for um women are in a hurry and men are not <laughs> women women like i i, I meet i if i hey we we meet in february i i know what we're doing by 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 april you know that's yeah. that's women that's women <laughs> and a man yeah. like what you mean what we're doing we're enjoying each other and one of the things that women assume is because a man takes them out uh, consecutively months that they're in a relationship. You know, there are a lot of people that are in relationships and the other person don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because you (laughs) never had that conversation. Well, we've been going out for like six months, six months, and you never say, hey, dude, what we doing? If you don't ask him, because a man and you tell me if I'm wrong, a man can take you out every day Feel you vibe with you, but never be ready mm-hmm. to make that commitment until it's a conversation. Until it's a conversation, and they may not be then, and you've no. invested your time.
1: No, and I think, and you know, I have, I had this conversation with some friends of mine. I think that a lot of our generation of guys, it's it's harder to be in relationships because we've seen so many failures at relationships that we're afraid it's going to be us and you go through a relationships and you tell yourself what you aren't going to do because that's what you've seen but there are very few positive examples and figures that we have in our immediate circles that we can say okay i can go talk to Mr. Such and such because he's been through this and you know his relationship has been you know 50 years whatever like we don't really we don't really see that and then we have these expectations that don't have examples right so if they have examples they are unrealistic
0: but I'm gonna say this that really don't matter because guess what my grandparents was married 60 some years and that's who raised me and the very thing that I saw is the very thing I struggle with Mm. but you got to check your dna because you can be raised by somebody or see the example but what's in your bloodline see my daddy um my daddy papa was papa was, was a rolling stone so yeah. i fight my daddy's demons yeah um uh, of of i don't know how many brothers and sisters i have factually he was married only for uh he married a young girl and he was married only for long enough for them to have two kids maybe three four years and so we fight other stuff inside of us our daddy demons our mama demons and all that so you can see it and you can talk to somebody but it's even a fight you know Mm -hmm. I encourage people to find somebody that you can talk to as an example but then really at the end of the day you have to work out your own your yeah. Old demons. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah
1: all right um lord i need a miracle your, your new song um or it's the it's the album sorry
0: no it's actually the single the album it's, be out in march all right nice Thanks. yeah so
1: how did this happen um it says you were you were live you were recording and this came out
0: No. So 14 years ago, I did the same thing. It's called Today is Your Day for a Miracle. That's what this whole CD is going to be called. Today is Your Day for a Miracle, uh, volume two. I did it 14 years ago during a conference that I had. And believe it or not, I'm not really a singer like that. I just love old gospel music. Now, we do it all at my church. I love all gospel music, CCM, traditional, urban, rap. I love it all. Mm -hmm. But I think um, there's some names that are gone now. Bishop G e. Patterson, Ronald Brown. They did the old church stuff, and and so I was like, I told my 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 um, son son in ministry. He's a musician for Word Network also, and he, I was like, I need to do another CD. We had been talking about it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is the time to do it. I got time, you know, yeah. and we we're gonna do it in the studio, kind of live vibe. And my pastor, pastor is one of the largest churches here in Detroit, Triumph, he said, use our auditorium. Just so happened the auditorium looks like the graphic from 14 years ago, big auditorium, movie theater with, with uh, old fashioned um, chairs that connect. It looks exactly like it, except he has an LED screen. So I'm bringing new with old, I, I don't dress, you know, I didn't have a suit on. I don't, I don't dress like that, I have some sneakers on and, um, yeah so and some jeans and just went for it and um it it turned out amazing we did about 12 songs and we chose lord i need a miracle right now because of what's going on yeah right now who couldn't stand for a miracle in their life like really and so we led with that single and people are really picking up on it and like yeah I need a miracle I think if you're going to come out with any music you should study the times in which you're in and the the song should match the times it's yeah. good old-fashioned church even those that don't listen to gospel music they get up on Sunday morning and say I need me some church music and believe it or not they want the old stuff we love Kurt we love I love I love mm-hmm. every I love Ty and all the young guys but It's funny to me how we're going away from the traditional music and you go to Anthony Hamilton concert and he's going down the aisle with the tambourine having church. You go to Fantasia and she's and she preaching and you go Mm -hmm. to Charlie Wilson and Charlie Wilson going to do a praise break which is one of my favorite artists. But we're trying to take out from the gospel music genre and be what we think they are. And they're they're trying to reach back. Charlie Wilson is doing prayers on Sunday morning during the COVID. You know, yeah. inspiring yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> and the and the song that he received a Grammy from was the church song. He said I never received a Grammy. It was I'm blessed. Yeah.
1: I'm it's blessed. Just, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So that's that's how that
1: huh? I love that song.
0: Oh yeah. See what I'm saying? So, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, and it's it's like you said. It's just it's a. I think for me it's a nostalgia thing so when I hear like a Mississippi mass choir it takes me back to church with my grandma mm-hmm. so you know James Cleveland songs I grew up in a house hearing them it's something it's those that that sound it like it speaks to your soul like At the six. guts of you yeah you know what I mean so it's it's something that you while I again love the Mary Mary's the Absolutely. Kirk Franklin's Anthony Brown's I love it but yeah. something about like that sound is just so driven, and it's like it's mm-hmm. it's done to to speak to your insides and get yeah. to that gut of how you feel. It it'll bring you to tears if you're in the car at the wrong time.
0: That's what I'm so. saying. I, I had somebody, It's funny you say that. Somebody that works in Washington D.C. Um, she, she does stuff for the NWCP. She, she's a, a lobbyist, and she called me a friend of mine, Zena Pierre, and she's like, she's pastor too. She's like bishop. I had this song on repeat. Lord, I need a miracle right now. She said, because I need one. And, and I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. We all do. I love Stomp. Stomp is going to make you stomp. Yeah. But you when you talk about the soul, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kurt has some soul stuff too now. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it speaks to the time that we're, we're in. J.J. Harrison has a wonderful new song out. You're going to live to see it happen. It speaks to the time that yeah. we're in right now.
1: And then it becomes transformative because it doesn't just have to stay now. It's, no. It's whatever that moment it becomes, you know what song to pull up
0: for that moment. James Cleveland still works. Lord, do it for me. Right now. <laughs> it, it still works. When? when? Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> do it for me. Right now. So, like Right now. Yeah.
1: And, that's, and I think that's what's great about um, the direction of um, gospel music. It's generations are tapping into it now and it's for a moment it was like because it was cool and then it now becomes like no these things are like messages and they're catching on to the messages in the music so it's i think it's a it's a it's a great genre um it went from being sunday morning to wednesday afternoons to Mm -hmm. tuesday night monday morning it's like it's it's no longer like we're listening to this on Sundays.
0: No, and, and I notice people that I know, I you know, I've hung out with people and they have their playlist. And in the middle of their playlist listening to, to Snoop or something, comes comes a gospel song. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> how that's how this generation thinks now. Yeah. What's wrong with it? You yeah. might hear a traditional song. And I've I've been with people, they got their playlist on. And it'll go from, you know, uh, uh, baby or anybody, you know, mm-hmm. Layla or, 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 or her. And then here comes Mary, Mary, or here comes a gospel song. Even Mississippi, Mississippi mass, like you said, mm-hmm. because it reaches the soul It's inspiration.
1: Yeah. I have a friend and it, it literally went from Meg the stallion to Shirley Caesar. And I was like, "Now, <laughs> you need to pull over and pray." Like it's something balanced, but,
0: but they don't view it like that, though. I mean, no. you know, and and they don't view God like my grandfather view. I don't even view God like my grandfather viewed him. am yeah. you know saying he's not this yeah. guy that's got a that that's got a rod and he's just beating the hell out of you. I'm sorry, I mean, <laughs> but yeah. no, but that's real. I mean, he is a God of correction. I get that, but yeah, not not every yeah. little thing that you you're doing. So.
1: Yeah, like I, I tell people like I pray differently. Like I pray different from my grandma. Like
0: right. she there was there was a
1: a process mm-hmm. when she prayed. And I was like, me, I'm just if you tell me God is my best friend, then I should be able to talk to him like Absolutely. my best friend. Absolutely. Like there's there's a conversation instead of this this strategic process and this is what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it and how I have to address it and how I have to start and how I have to it's like I don't it doesn't feel natural right so it's like I have moments I'm like hey look what's happening something's wrong and it's just being real in your conversations and allowing that to be your prayer and letting people know like how you do what you do is how you do it
0: absolutely nobody can say
1: how you talk to God is wrong
0: and long as you have the result, you got the yeah. result from saying "What's up, God?" So be- it's, working. <laughs> it's working.
1: It's working. It's yeah. working. All right. So what's the what's the website for you so people can keep in touch with you, find out your music, get your merchandise?
0: GregDavisShow dot com. Greg dot com. Relationship book. Um, you can get "Go with God," and of course, download the music uh, at all your your um, your digital outlets. The video is on YouTube. The video will keep you keep you shouting uh, at Bishop Greg Davis. Lord, I need a miracle right now. And social media at Bishop Greg Davis. YouTube when the right one comes. Three hundred videos of relationship there. Thank you so much. It's been it's been an it's been an amazing talk. I enjoyed.
1: No, absolutely. I look forward to speaking with you more and definitely gonna get into this song from grab and grab one of them sweatshirts.